This week on the informal program, we discuss a ton of NASCAR. We comment on some NASCAR. Basically, the entire show is just NASCAR, except for something about some hockey coach getting fired and, I don't know, some trades that went down or something. I don't know. It's not like we follow basketball around here. Live from a city in Southern California, this is the informal program. Here's your host, Daniel West. This show has two goals today. One, we're going to get some NBA trades. The news snail is working very hard behind the scenes to break the trades as we speak. Is that a trade or is he just saying that we have one? We have a trade to announce. Okay. Give me the scroll. Give me the scroll. We're going to break a trade in NBA. No one has heard this trade yet. Oh, is that? The news snail is, I mean, he is, he is before Woj. The news snail has broken this before Woj. Okay. Give me the scroll. All right. Thank you. Ooh. Well, the big news in this trade, the Lakers have received Mike Muscala. Who's that? I don't know, some of the guys in the trade. And the Clippers have received Michael Michael Beasley and Avisa Zubac. Okay. Not a bad trade. Okay, thank you. Uh, where's the Anthony Davis trade? Is that coming? Really? Okay. As I said before, that's a really lame trade to start this off with. I'm sorry. I don't mean any disrespect to Zubach or anyone. Oh, whoa, 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 Let's whoa. break the show for some big trades, okay? All right? Is that too much to ask? Too far. Okay, maybe it is. This goal, this show today has two goals. One, NBA trades. And two, NASCAR. Because this weekend, it is... The Daytona 500, all right? Yes. And for those of you new to this show, I don't think we did a proper job of it last year. We're going to do it this year. I'm a big NASCAR fan. Hey, 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 what are you doing? I'm. It's hot in here. I'm not. It's the radio, first of all, okay? You don't need to tell them. Well, we are on TV, though. That's obscene. I took off a hoodie. Chill, man. It's hot in here, and I wanted to take off a hoodie. Whoa, 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 Too far. Stop it. Children, we just went from, like, TVG to TV, TV 14 with that move. It, I'm, it's not like I'm crying out loud. I'm wearing a shirt on under here. All right? Oh, you couldn't tell I was wearing a shirt? I don't, you just, I just hear the microphone zip. I'm like, whoa, dude, what are you doing? I'm taking off a hoodie because it's hot in here. 68 degrees. Okay, and the hoodie is like lined with... Anyway, forget it. Anyway, what we're going to do today is discuss all things NASCAR. Because this weekend, it is the Daytona 500. I'm very excited about the Daytona 500 this weekend. Coming up on the show later on, we will have some... All right, this is going to get old really quickly. This is going to be more annoying than the Vegas Golden Hat. And that's saying... No, here we go. So every, I'm not, I'm listen, I'm not doing the show. If every time I mention NASCAR, you're going to start playing. Hey, so backstory on this, because this is, I mean, this is, this is a national sporting event on the informal program calendar, which you can't see because it's off camera for those of you watching on the obscure Simon Crest network. Off calendar, off camera, excuse me. We have a calendar that essentially has like our sports holidays. And 
one of the ones front and center is the Daytona 500, which is huge. Oh, now we got now we got DW. So every time into NASCAR, you're just gonna play one of these two sounds. John's just laughing back there because he knows I'm trolling. He's trolling. I'm not trolling. You're trolling. So back in this is a backstory just to tell you how long we've been rolling with this thing, okay? And we'll get to the stuff about yeah, NASCAR is not as tight anymore. Is the sport dying? They only make left turns. Everyone, calm down. Was that a Bagman impersonation? That was a light Bagman. We did the show. We did the show last year. I did a Bagman voice. He did a, a Daniel the Host voice. Go through the archives. I don't know what episode it is. I'm looking it up right now. Good. You're not looking it up. Ah, I'm exposed. Yeah, you just say that. I tell you to look stuff up, and we still. It's, where's Paul Millsap playing? We still don't know. He's a, and by the way, uh, Hedu Turkaloo. Was it Hedu who you asked about? No, it wasn't. It was no, no, it wasn't Hedu. I didn't ask about Hedu. It was somebody else. You know, whoever that guy you asked about, he's playing in Turkey. Thank you. That was last year. Yeah, Paul Millsap is on the Nuggets. Thank you. That that took like five weeks. So, back in 2004, I believe it was, I was I was a little kid, and I just was watching TV, and I came across, I think it was the race at Sonoma. Jeff Gordon won. Then I, I think the next week, I saw the race at, at Daytona, and Jeff... <laughs> And Jeff Gordon won again. I was—he was like the only guy winning. Then Jimmy Johnson won a race. I saw later, so I liked the Lowe's car and I liked the the Flame, the Dupont car. I got some diecast cars. Anyway, the point is, I would always catch the end of the races. I said I want to watch the full thing. Fast forward to 2005. I'm watching baseball or whatever. I don't football. They show an ad for the Daytona 500. I'm like, I'd like to watch this. Now I know what station it's on. Finally, I'm gonna watch the whole thing. My parents get sick, or my mom gets sick, my dad is just at home, and on a Sunday afternoon, we all sit back and watch one of the greatest Daytona 500s of all time. One, one by, just ignore him, one by Jeff Gordon. Anything for that? Yeah, I know it was 13 years ago, but hats off, Jeff. Um, it was an amazing race. We got hooked as a family, and we continued watching. By the end of the year, we had all kinds of NASCAR merchandise. Uh, we went to the race out in Fontana and saw Kyle Busch win his first career win. Anything for Kyle Busch? No, people don't like him. Okay, very well. And that's how we became NASCAR fans. So every year since, we have sat down to watch and take part in the Daytona 500. We're going to do it again this year, and we're going to share it with you. When we come back, more NASCAR stuff and informal stuff on the way. You're listening to The Informal Program. Previously on the informal program. Okay, Joe the has been racing since 2009. He has like 24 wins. And arguably one of the top 10 greatest restricted plate drivers of all time. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang oh, whoa, on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. Who's on that list? Okay. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Brad, uh, Bill Elliott. Okay, that's four. John, I really wish you had thought this out before you just start writing this. No, no, let me finish, okay? So that's four, okay? Um, Waltrip, Michael Waltrip. How about people? Joey Logano, obviously. He's not a top 10 restrictor plate driver of all time. Well, give me nine others, because you're sitting there, oh, I don't know, this look. He's, he's good, but he's not that good. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. You know what, I'm done with this. You guys are being ridiculous. This is the equivalent of who are the greatest NBA point guards of all time? You're throwing Mo Williams out there.
the informal program quality radio and now back to the informal program if this isn't a major trade i'm not we're not we're not doing this oh it's not a trade hold on hold on wait a minute hold on oh no Okay, everyone, everyone calm down. We'll get back to NASCAR in a minute. Beanie Facto, it's coming up in just a second. But first of all, we must pay tribute. We always, I hate doing these. These are my least favorite. His second stint is over, ladies and gentlemen. The one who brought the first Stanley Cup to Southern California, Randy Carlisle, is out with the Ducks. Another one bites the dust. He came back? Yeah, he didn't have success with the other dude. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Isn't that like everyone who was involved with the Stanley Cup in Southern California is like gone now? What, Daryl Sutter? He got lucky. I, it, oh, no. No, no, John, Dave. I, who, who's John? I'm sorry. I'm, I am so flabbergasted by that comment. I don't even know who said that. They got lucky twice? Yes. That's outrageous. That, I'm not. That, that, I, that, that, that is blasphemous. They, they snuck in as the eight seed. And went through the top three teams in the Western Conference. Yeah, fair point. And swept one of them. Okay, I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah. what a few. 16 games? They got lucky 16 times? How many did they lose? Oh, get out of here. No, seriously. How many did they lose? The second cup, now the second cup run, that was luck. Oh, will you stop it? It was! They went to like seven game series every time. And won all of them on the road. They came back. They came back from 3-0 the first year. They did. Yes, they were down 3-0 against the Sharks. They won four straight games. That's luck. Four straight times. Four, four. LeBron, LeBron. Where's LeBron James? Can you help me out? How many games did they? How many games did they have to win in a row? Not two. Not three. Thank you. That's luck. Okay, maybe not. That second round was luck, though. All right, be quiet. Luck. Two times Stanley Cup champions. Lucky. Don't get me started on the uh, the Penguins. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. And the Warriors' first title. Oh, since when have you turned into Skip Bayless? No, listen. Listen. Like, everyone fell like locusts before. They were like flies, like dead flies. Just like everyone got lucky. The whole league got injured. The Clippers got injured. Everyone got injured except the Warriors. And then LeBron James with like four garden gnomes he found in the backyard. They make it to a six-game series. LeBron would have won that with them. All right, get... I'm sorry, I've just been saving these hot takes all year. Okay, thank you. Any more? No, that's it. Austin Dillich in the one last year. All right. And that was a lucky championship by Joey Logano. All right, all right, your inner bag man. Just silence him, man. Come on, we're trying to do a show here. No, Joey Logano, listen. Joey Logano won three races. Three. Three. He won the championship over Kyle Busch and Kevin Harper got like 16 combined. And Martin Truex Jr., remember that. Truex should have won the title. You are steaming back there. I am. Can we do factoids? Yes. And now it's time for Beanie's NASCAR-themed factoids. Here's John Beanie. Hi. Okay, so these are all NASCAR-themed factoids. Hit me. Number one. So over the weekend, we had the uh, the the duels. No, I'm sorry. We didn't have the duel. What do we have? Some boring race. He's not wrong, actually. I, will, I mean, he's not, he's not entirely. I'm sorry. He, he's not entirely wrong there. Okay. But what, what do we have this weekend? No, I'm asking you. Okay, we had qualifying. Thank you, that's what I meant. Qualifying and the clash. 
I say that in quotation, but it's more like the crash. Am I right? <laughs> the crash. That was terrible. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, and the next thing, by the way, we're going to rehash what happened in the clash, for those of you wondering. Because we had so much fun just commenting on NASCAR that we're going to do it live on the air. So that's coming up next segment in our NASCAR preview. And then we're going to end with how to pick a favorite NASCAR driver. That's how we're going to end the show today. Sound good? Yeah, sounds decent. Okay, come up to the microphone. Okay, sorry, I'm working. Number one. Number one, uh, Hendrick Motorsports won the pole for the Daytona 500, a front row of William Byron and um, the other guy, Alex Bowman. Yeah, who's not junior. Uh, they won. The, what do you mean, who's not junior? Get out of here. That's what you have over the door of his car, not junior. Oh, wait. No, that's not. That's not. Hey, that's... Don't do that. It's true. Who's that guy in the 88 car? Not Junior. His name is Alex Bowman. And how many races has he won? When are you guys hot take? No, I'm asking you. More than Junior in the last few years. Oh, Oh, ow, ow. That hurt. It's true. I mean, if he's going to roast Alex Bowman... That's fair. That's only fair. Okay, anyway. Chevrolet got their 700th pole in NASCAR. I'm sorry. Whoa. They have now 700 polls. Okay, congratulations. Congratulations. Number two. This is the fifth straight year a Hendrick Motorsports car, Chevrolet driven by a Hendrick Motorsports driver, has been on the front row. How about this? The second factoid added to that, there have been five different drivers. That's insane. What? And the third factoid. Number three. As we go to commercial here, the oldest, excuse me, the youngest man, no, sorry, the oldest Driver on the front row, 25 years old, Alex Bowman. What? It's the youngest front row in 500 history. And that was the longest segment in show history. You didn't help things with your commentary. You're listening to the informal program. All right, kids. I have some friends of mine. Got robbed recently. What? Yeah. You're supposed to play it, John. What? That's terrible, isn't it? What a shame. That's right. That's why you need to get doors for your house. I asked them, do you have doors? They're like, no, we didn't have doors. I'm like, get a, get a door. Go to your local hardware store, pick up a door, protect your family, protect your loved ones, protect your goods. It's this crazy world out there. You need to get a door to protect your house. Find them at a hardware store. Tell them the informal program sent you. Now for the Bagman News Report. And now it's time for the Bagman Sports Report. Here's Bagman. I, I have noticed over the last few weeks he's slowly transformed into Batman. It's amazing to watch. All hail the new football league will take down the NFL, even though it's a developmental and supposed to be a supplemental league. That's where they take more supplements than the NFL. That's what they said. Uh, Orlando 40, Atlanta 6. Even in the great sport of uh, AAF football, Atlanta's still getting roasted. Um, San Antonio 15, San Diego 6. Also, San Diego losing when they have a football team back. Stop roasting the team. Just read the report. I'm sorry. Birmingham 26, Memphis 0, Birmingham. The Iron winning that game. And Arizona in front of 15 people at uh, Tempe Stadium. Thir- I'm sorry, 20. Uh, Arizona 38, Salt Lake 22. Move on now to the NBA. Raptors 127. That's 125. That's a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals, kids. You heard it first. Bucks 112, Bulls 99, blah, blah, blah. Clippers lost. Uh, Lakers didn't play. All right. Now it is time for... The greatest of all sports, the National Hockey League. Lightning, best team of the league, beat the Panthers 5-2. Penguins, 4-1 over the Flyers. Kings lost to the Capitals. Wow, there's a surprise. Kings lost. And the Sharks beat the Canucks. NASCAR action over the weekend. William Byron on the pole for Daytona 500. They didn't mention that. 
and just uh, four dates with Daytona. Back to the show. And now, back to the informal program. He does raise a very good point that in all that NASCAR talk we had and you had, John, we didn't mention who actually won the poll. William Byron on the poll for the Daytona 500. Which you predicted, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah. All right, kids. It's time for a segment we like to call Commenting on NASCAR. This is this is something we've been doing off, off camera, off air for quite a few years. Actually, it was just a few months ago we started it. But here we go. So we'll do this over the course of the year. I think we'll do this for the Daytona 500. We're going to do this for all kinds of events. We're going to look at a NASCAR race. And then, of course, as I said, we're going to end the show talking about uh, how to pick a favorite NASCAR driver. If you have any questions about NASCAR, you'd like to learn more about this sport, which it's going through a bit of a rebuild. I promise we talk about that. It is not what it once was. It is not at the height where we have 100,000 people going through the turnstiles every Sunday. We are, we are far from that. But I think the sport's in a, a period where it's kind of resizing or right-sizing. They're not going to get those huge crowds again. That was a... That was kind of a bubble. It kind of burst. Okay, I, I, I don't think any sport is sustainable to have two hundred thousand patrons coming every week. Something's gonna give there, and in this case, it was the economy. It was rule changes. Jerry Johnson winning too much. Oh, since when? Seriously, when did you turn into Skip Bayless? I'm just saying. Look at the numbers. That is not. That is not why. All right, you fight me on. I'm just saying. 2008. Look at that attendance down. Third straight. You stop. Hey, listen. All the Patriots are doing numbers for the NFL's popularity. Lowest rated Super Bowl in 10 years. I got you there. Okay, you did. I win! I am... <laughs> I got you! <laughs> I won! Oh, stop it. I got you there. I beat you, though. Yeah, you beat me on the Patriots. I don't believe that Jimmy Johnson won. Okay, fair enough. We'll agree to disagree. I'll show you the ratings. So, the sport is in a bit of a change, all right? But I think it'll stick around. All right, that, that's, that's the state of NASCAR. They have a new president because we mentioned last year that Brian France got arrested and all that. What? Yeah, he did. So, what we're going to do right now is we're going to comment on the last lap of The Clash. This race, this, so basically, for those of you new to NASCAR, what The Clash is is cars who won qualifying a pole, qualifying in a race last year, and then they're like, we don't have enough cars, so quick, who made the playoffs last year? There's a playoff system. We'll get to that over the course of the year. They're in it as well, and then just other random people, so they have enough cars to race around here. So here we are with 21 laps to go. Now, I said we're doing the final lap. I'll explain in a minute. So here we are coming to what will, in essence, be one to go. Paul Menard, driving a Ford, is leading the race, and let's just, let's just let it play out for the radio audience. All right, so here we go. Paul Menard coming to the line. Everyone's all single file because that's what happens at Daytona. All right, so they're going down to turn one. Let, let's pause this for a minute here. Joey, Joey, I got to applaud Joey Logano down here at the bottom. Joey Logano is saying, all right, enough with this foolishness. Because everyone was riding single file around. They were just basically doing the conga line from Bugs Bunny at the, bottom of the, at the top of the racetrack. Joey Logano said, enough with this foolishness. So Joey's at the bottom here. Joey's got like five cars behind him. Joey is running here. But the top three up front, we got Paul Menard, Jimmy Johnson, who we just mentioned, Kurt Busch, and I think that's, I think that's Kyle Busch right there. We should have won the championship last year. You said Truex earlier. One of the other three should have won. It should have been... The, yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll get over it. All right, so here we are. They're going down into turn one. Joey Logano has left the bottom pack. All right, so they're 20 to go now. They're entering the back stretch. And this is where problems happen. So, Paul Menard gets out to a big lead. Here comes Jimmy in second. We pause the video now. All right, so here's the, here we are. They're coming down the back straightaway. 
And Jimmy Johnson, is this when he gets the run? Yeah, here he goes. Jimmy Johnson going to step out and say, all right, I've seen enough of this single file stuff. Paul Menard has won. Let's go back for the people for a moment here. Paul Menard is only leading this race because he won a random draw. Yeah. He's only leading because he won a random draw. No one can pass at this track. So that, that's why he's leading this race. So lest you think it's skill or something, no, nah, he just pretty much won a random draft, okay? A random draw. That, 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 that is blasphemous. No, I, 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 did he have the best car? Did, he, did Paul Menard literally legitimately have the best car? Yes. No, he didn't. Get out of here. Okay, so Paul Menard goes down to block Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy gets into him, and next thing you know... We got a crash. Jimmy, all right, now, Jimmy just got out of there. Jimmy is below the yellow line, which uses a penalty, but he's trying to avoid a wrecking car. Uh, Kurt Busch gets by, and that's it. Everyone else is in the crash. Kurt, Kyle Busch is in the crash. Let's see. Joe, Joe Lugano, Joey Logano made it through. And, yeah, and everyone else. So, yep, there they go. All right, and, and uh, yeah, so we have four cars getting out of the frame, and the other, let's say, 18 to 20 are just in the grass wrecked crash spinning out all over the place and uh then the rain came out that ended the race jimmy johnson ladies and gentlemen your clash winner congratulations do we, do we have time to do the uh the reason for the no we don't okay all right well we'll get to that later maybe we'll get to that later but right now we're gonna go to break after the break i'm gonna tell you how to pick a favorite nascar driver you don't even have to watch the races just pick a favorite driver Follow him on social media, on Twitter. Learn his kids' names and all that, if he has kids. If he's my age, what his Fortnite number is or name is. I don't know. I don't play Fortnite. We'll be back right after this. Why are you sad at all? You're listening to The Informal Program. And now it's time for The Informal Program's Word of the Week. Uh, thank you, small child. In theme of our NASCAR show, today's Word of the Week is Crew Chief. Have you ever heard of a crew chief? Maybe if you watch Cars, you might know what it is. Otherwise, I don't know. All right. And for those NASCAR fans who know what a crew chief is, well, you can just skip ahead to the rest of the show. Okay. Here's what a crew chief is. Think of a coach and a mechanic thrown together, and that's pretty much a crew chief. He's part strategist on top of the pit box. When do we pit? When do we not pit? He's kind of a psychologist, calming the driver down when he's upset. And also, he, you know, helps make sure that the car is taken care of and everything. If you're a big fan of racing, you like, you know, mind a little bit of language, I would recommend finding a way to get a scanner, maybe uh, doing it online or listening to some scanner audio on YouTube or whatever. It's really interesting. It kind of makes the sport come alive. It makes sense what they're all doing. Crew Chiefs, big part of NASCAR and this week's Word of the Week. And now back to the informal program. Oh, it's my time. It's time to get funky with Mr. Smooth. The informal program is back on the air right now. Yeah, Daytona's coming up. And after that, it's not the Sprint Cup because they changed the sponsorship. But the championship is still going to a car that's going to win it. I'm going to end the rhyme. It is my time. This is what I'm doing. I'm not green slime. My rhyme is over. Thank you for listening. The championship trophy. Yeah. Hold on. It needs a good christening. Do not, do not applaud him. Do not stop. No. We have not had a good rhyme in like five weeks. I mean, seriously, like the second episode of the year, that was the last good one we had. Too far. Maybe. I don't know. 
All right, I'm going to end the show today with this, how to pick a NASCAR driver, all right? There are several ways to pick it. One of them is by car number. If you just like the number, I don't know, 12, like I did when I was younger, pick your favorite driver. I followed Jeremy Mayfield when I was younger. Why? Because I liked the number 12. The other way you can pick your favorite driver is by sponsorship. I liked Mobile One. I don't know why I liked Mobile One. Jeremy Mayfield had both. He had 12 and he had Mobile One. That's a way you can pick your favorite driver. You can pick them by sponsor, which I just, did I just say sponsor? Yes, you, you aren't even listening to your own show. Here, let me get out of here. Let me do this. All right. This is how, I don't care. He, he's, all right, I, I stole the microphone from him. This is how you pick a favorite driver, kids. Not Kyle Busch. Thank you. Well, that was nuanced. I'm just saying, man. Why, why do people not like Kyle Busch? Because he wrecks people. So did Dale Earnhardt. He was different. <laughs> How? He drove a Chevy. There it is. There we go. That's the third. There we go. We found it. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We found it. We found it. He found the reason. He found the reason. The other way you can pick it is by car number. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, Stop. Give me these notes. You're messing yourself up. All right. Speak from the heart. Thank you. Good producing, finally, after two years. Um, the third way is by manufacturer. We have this year, we have Chevys, we have Fords, and we have Toyotas. Some people love Toyotas. Some people root for their favorite drivers in spite of Toyotas. Some people love Chevy. Some people love Ford. So if you're a Ford guy, go find a Ford. If you're a Chevy guy, go root for a Chevy driver. If you're a Toyota guy, go root for a Toyota guy. It's up to you. Here's the, here's the last way to do it. And this is probably the biggest the biggest difference about following NASCAR as opposed to other sports. You don't have to pick one. What? You can get one? No, you can get more than one. You can get no, one? No, no, he's not understanding. You know, you can get more than one. You can have more than one. You can have as many as you want. That's right. That's right. That's right. Not five. That's right. Not six. That's right. Okay, now we're getting a little ridiculous. But that's the point. You can follow how many ever drivers you want. They can be of different makes. They can be of different models. So here's what I want you to do. Just use my philosophy. If you like Duracell batteries, maybe you're a Ryan Blaney fan. Also, follow the guys on social media. There's some pretty fun personalities. Maybe you'll get a favorite driver that way. But here's my advice for the Daytona 500. Pick a, what do you like? You like pizza? Hunt Brothers Pizza, I think they sponsor. All right, root for Kevin Harvick. You like Ford? You like, do you think a Mustang looks cool? All right, pick a random Ford driver. Tell me who you picked informalprogram at gmail.com, and I will tell you whether or not you made a good pick. I can tell you everything about your new favorite driver. And pick more than one. Like I said, you don't have to have one favorite driver. You can have multiple favorite drivers. My favorite driver is Kevin Harvick. I think he's going to be – I think his career is kind of coming to an end here. He's doing a lot more TV stuff soon. Too far. No, I'm, uh, he's still racing. I'm not saying he's retiring right now, but I'm saying he's, what, 43 – He's been racing since 2001. He's starting to do more TV stuff. Like, I don't think he's going to be around for a long, long time after this racing cup. So there's some guys. Listen, I'm a young guy. There are guys younger than I am racing. I think that's kind of cool. I share a birthday with a couple of guys. I just root for them just because of that. So you can have more than one favorite driver. That is the point of this. And again, email us at informalprogram at gmail.com. Just informalprogram at gmail.com. I'll tell you who you who you picked and who's your favorite driver and how good he is. We will see you next week. Your prediction. Brad Kozlowski. For everyone here on the show, we will see you next week. Until then, bye.
This is the Informal Post Show. All right, here we are again. Dave, get to those polls. All right, uh, with most of the precincts reporting, not to get too political. <laughs> that has never gotten us in trouble. Uh, 81% of the audience did not know that there are two NASCAR races with right and left turns. How about that? Um, and the most important part of picking a favorite NASCAR driver, 73% said the sponsor slash paint job over a cool car number. Now for the mailbox. All right, thank you. This is an excellent letter here. Uh, when are y'all going to bring in the Westminster Dog Show? Truly the sport of the people. I would argue that it's the only sport not of the people. It's the sport of the dogs. Uh, that, was, that was a bad joke. Yes, I, you know what? Next week on the show, we're going to get to the Westminster. We discussed uh, the very first preview promo we did for the show. We talked about like betting on the dog show and who would win. we got to talk about that because I saw a video about a dog that won an agility challenge. So let's check that out next week for sure. But you are right. We need to talk about this.